All right, welcome everybody. I think we're live. Let us know if the audio is working and the video is working or if anything's not working. It's always a good thing too. Welcome to the new studio. The first of the new studio videos went up last night. It actually wasn't the first one that I shot in the room. The one that I think is coming up tonight or tomorrow is the first video. But anyway, welcome, welcome. We've got uh, Martian Murray here. It says, cool surprise. Thanks for joining in, mate. That is awesome. So uh, we'll give this a minute to kick in if anyone has any questions or whatever feel free to let us know um i won't really be showcasing anything on this live stream it's just a quick catch up it's been forever i've got my one touch live streaming solution sorted so i think we're in business anyway <laughs> that's about what's been going on so it's been crazy here since i moved in just getting everything sorted out catching up on the backlog of stuff i got a, a whole pile of stuff on the floor here that um I need to get through it's a it's a good uh, problem to have but uh yeah some great little practice amps some some stuff that i bought as uh, a couple of guitars or one guitar actually um and a whole bunch of cool stuff so stick around there's gonna be heaps of cool stuff coming up all right richard says uh good audio awesome thanks mate appreciate it david powell welcome to pork chop how you doing man he says congrats on the new place thank you it's uh i'm in a t-shirt how often do you see me in a t-shirt it's always a hoodie there's a reason that old place was cold. Anyway, it's great to be able to kind of just chill out. Well, not chill out, but stay warm in a place for change. It's just like, wow. <laughs> that old place I was in, I don't think it had any insulation. So it was so, it was so cold all of the time. And then when it got hot, it got hot really badly as well. But it was mostly cold there just because of the tree cover. Beautiful area. But um, unfortunately, uh, yeah, yeah, it just was you know, the cost of living out that way is expensive. You can't buy a house. It's like, you know, 800 grand plus. So not a chance. <laughs> anyway, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining in. If anyone has any questions, let us know. We're going to do um, probably an hour. This is my whole new live streaming setup. This is the, the basic form of it. So the audio should be good. Hopefully the video quality is good. If I need to make some adjustments to the picture quality, I'll do it on the before the next one. But anyway, all right, we got, uh, who we got here? We got Noise Bloom says, congrats on the new studio. Thank you, mate, I appreciate it. You know, I'm gonna put a guitar up, one guitar on the wall <laughs> behind that LED light back there, sort of like on the long side of the wall. Um, and I don't know which one yet, it might just rotate or whatever, but I need to get a few things finalized. Um, the Creature from Black Lagoon uh, pinball back glass thing that I've got in a frame. I kind of want to get that up on the wall as well. I'd love it here, which will be out of shot, but um, it's just a, such a cool thing. So yeah, there's a few little like minor tweaks and I need to sort of tidy the cabling up. It was all kind of just rushed and put together, but overall it's working and it's a much better space to work in. I'm, I'm really happy, um, living here. So it's great. All right. We've got, uh, Phil from, uh, uh, green, uh, Gr grand Island, Nebraska, grand Island, Nebraska. Very cool. I haven't heard of that place before, mate. Awesome stuff. Welcome to uh, the Australian YouTubers live stream. <laughs> Metalhead Hippies here as well. Awesome stuff, mate. Hope you're doing well. You're, uh, you're pumping out those uh, eight-hour marathon live streams, mate. It's a <laughs> you're a madman. Uh, Lars Guitars, welcome, welcome. All right, cool. Hey, Shane, I'm looking for the Fulci. There it is. There it is. If you haven't seen Zombie, the actual movie that that's from, it's, it's got a few different names, but it's actually on... 
YouTube for free right now. I don't know how long it's there, but there's this awesome, I think, Blu-ray transfer. It's in 4K and it looks phenomenal. It looks better than any DVD I've ever seen. It's zombie without the E on the end, so you can probably find it fairly easily. It's, uh, it's cheesy, but you'll see that mask in all of its glory. All right. It's funny because uh, I think there might be a few people that are into horror movies that play guitar. I just I know a couple of dudes on YouTube, um, Jamie Lewis, especially, you know, he's a bass player, great bass player, one of the best. He's uh, always got some horror, black and white horror movie stuff in the background. It's like, yeah, it's, there might be a few of us out there, I think, all the, all the weirdos. Uh, we got um, too blurry to tell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's because my face is in the autofocus. Let's try that. Hopefully that went back there. <laughs> All right. Um, Metalhead says, uh, hit the thumbs up. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Good to see the JTM uh, taking a starring role. That's from Noise Bloom. Man, I love this amp. It's so good. It's so simple. You know, when I think of an amp I would usually go for, it wouldn't be this because I like reverb and I like all that other stuff, but there's a few amps that really kind of work without all of that stuff. You can just plug in and they sound great. And that's one of them. It's unreal, but it is loud. You know, with this two by 12, I'm glad I got a two by 12 cabinet. It's going to make playing live awesome. But you know, in the studio, a two by 12 is just way too loud for, uh, for what I do. It, it really is, but it allows me now to also use the other heads on it as well, like the Hagerman or whatever. I can just plug in and get a really cool sound out of it if I need it. So, it's great. Um, uh, yeah, such, such a fun amp. You know, that high treble channel is a beast. It really is. All right, we're going to crack open some caffeine here. It's caffeine o'clock. I did my first workout in a, a month today, and it wasn't much. I, I went as light as I could. And uh, so you might remember a little while back, I was talking about how I'd had um, tennis elbow. So I actually finally got some ultra scans. Ooh, motorbike's gone by. Um, finally got some ultra scans on it and I had partially torn my tendon which is why it's taken so long to heal so I'm staying I've stayed away from all forms of lifting since getting into this place and it's healing up pretty well I can play guitar okay now but um yeah it's just like one thing after another man then I cut my leg and I was like ah so I just stopped and I gave myself a chance to heal up a bit and we're back we're back as of today doing really really light stuff See if I can walk tomorrow. It was all legs. <laughs> all right. The Porkchop says, Shane, in your years of playing, have you concluded stock fender strap pickups are good enough? The cork sniffers in me, the cork sniffer in me wants to swap them out for something boutique, but I think it's unnecessary. I think it's unnecessary a lot of the time as well. Look, there's some dud pickups out there on some guitars, but I went through this rabbit hole of like switching out pickups in an old Strat I had. I should have just left the original ones in there and made it work because I, I tried everything. I think I put four sets of pickups and I was like, man, there's some pretty safe bets when it comes to replacing pickups, but it, it is an unknown. And when you hear pickups on their own, you don't really have a frame of reference. It could be the amps, the mics, the player. You need to hear whatever pickups you're going for almost in exactly the same player and rig as the pickups you want to get because otherwise you're just basically re-EQing your amplifier slightly. So what I can say, if you're going from like a noiseless set of pickups and you want to go to like a single coil, whatever whatever the case may be, that's a huge difference in certain ways. But there's trade-offs both ways. You get the buzz back but and you get the snap on the top note, but you don't get 
you know, the hassle-free experience and the higher gain sort of sound. So yeah, you kind of got to, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of an unknown. If you completely dislike the pickups, try to work out what it is that you don't like about them. Um, usually a good amplifier can fix pretty much all the tone problems. That's, you know, a great amp does that. So yeah, doesn't mean it's an expensive amp. It can just be anything. But you know, the custom shop pickups from Fender, they, they are a little bit nicer, I've got to say, after all these years of trying them versus the Americans versus the made in Mexico ones. But yeah, in the, in the context of a live mix, there's not a lot in it. There really isn't. All right, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining in. Let's, uh, cheers. Hey, we've got Scott Reynolds here. Welcome, mate. Hope you're doing well. Stephen Wayne as well from Orange County, California. Awesome, thanks. Thanks for joining in, guys. All right, uh, horror movies and guitar. <laughs> Ever heard of the Misfits? Well, uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, another one I think of straight away is like Rob Zombie, you know, like the, the whole horror movie sort of metal thing. Uh, I know he's a huge, I mean, he makes movies, but I know he's a big fan of all the old school creature from the Black Lagoon and all that kind of stuff from back in the day as well. Um, uh, Basil says, those JTMs are $1,000 more in the US than the UK. I just can't bring myself get one knowing that and given the other amps aren't available here so you know they're made in the uk which is why they're cheaper there it'd be like if it was made in australia theoretically it should cost me less with the exchange rate to buy it locally than to have it shipped overseas the import tax the shop markup and all that kind of stuff i know it sucks but i'm just explaining it like i kind of feel like anything that's made in whatever country it's made in should be cheaper than the export version uh, I, it's they're expensive amps, but they they're really cool. But they they make plenty of great heads. I mean, you can get that silver jubilee, man. That thing's thing rocks. Uh, Noise Bloom says I got a Studio Vintage Twenty last year, and now I want one of those JTMs. Well, they're they're fun amps, you know. The, like I said in the video I did with Doctor Rick, the first guy I thought of when I knew what this was was him. So he came around and and gave it a go and. Yeah, he, he loves just that, that that tone. You just turn up and it's great. It really is. But the five watt mode is way louder than you think it is. So just be prepared. I reckon I could almost gig at five watts with this two by 12. It's that loud. <laughs> with a single, like I said in my review, if you're a home player, you might be better with the combo or using a single one by 12 cab or anything else like that. It'd be a lot easier to get, you know, the sound at five watts to be a bit more manageable because it really is loud. Um, Cowhide says, I used to have the 60 watt supersonic head. They're great, man. Uh, with the two by 12 in my living room, it was perhaps a bit too loud, man. That two by 12 supersonic cab was the heaviest cabinet I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how anyone managed to move that out of like the shop into your house, man. They're like full on. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw them, I was like, these look awesome. And then I, I'm like, how do you get these even into your car? Like they're so big. That's the good thing about this. The form factor is pretty small considering like other options. And I like the vertical cabinets are a bit easier to pick up too because the handles are on the side. Um, but yeah, I mean, great, great cabinets. I think they're loaded with vintage thirties too. And 
got a close back from memory, but yeah, super cool. All right, hey, Buzz Wilson's here. Welcome, man. Hope you're doing well. We got Philip from uh, Arkansas. I think you pronounce it that way, right? <laughs> Not Arkansas, like I want to read it as. Um, Murray says, thumbs up reminder. Hey, thank you, mate. That's awesome. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for the support during the move and before the move and hopefully after it as well. I've got a whole lot of cool stuff coming up if you're just joining on the live stream and a good mix of stuff, stuff you haven't seen on the channel before, stuff I've purchased, stuff you probably might have heard of but haven't seen these particular things. So, yeah, I'm going to be a busy guy the next couple of weeks to catch up on all this stuff. But, yeah, as I said earlier, it's a, it's a good problem to have. It's, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying myself a lot more here, <laughs> especially. It's been great. Uh <laughs> um your jigs looks great man uh hey tim how are you man hope you're doing hope you're doing well yeah i haven't played out well i actually i have played live once my arm's been wrecked and i just haven't been able to play so yeah i can't carry my gear it's uh wearing this still so uh hopefully you know it's under my jumper under my top when i'm playing in the room here it's uh yeah i'm not i don't have it on all, all day but have it on enough to try to try to help and i'm on a new stack of um like uh legit supplements nothing under the counter <laughs> to try and help it heal so uh, hopefully we get a chance to jam out at some point man it'd be good to see you uh cow high music says oh sorry yeah it was a boat anchor um <laughs> richard you're a funny man mate friends help you move good friends help you move bodies really good Friends help you move large amplifiers. There you go. Does the JTM have an, eff an effects loop? It does, which is one of the best things about it. There's a button on the back, you turn it on and off, and you're laughing. It's great. The only thing is, like I mentioned in my review video, I cover all this stuff in my videos. Everyone skips the spec section, then asks all the questions. I'm not saying you do that, but um, there's no uh, but there's no foot switch effects loop button or anything. You can't plug in an external foot switch. So you basically have to turn it on or off at the amp. And that's it. But it's great. It's great that it's in there. Hey, we got Hutch from BA. Welcome, mate. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for your email the other day too, mate. I'll get back to you. I, I made me laugh when I saw it. I'm a bit out of sorts with uh, the, the soccer, but uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, can I talk about P90s? Yeah, P90s are interesting pickups. You go, I think guitar players kind of go through phases with them. I know I, I have where... I, they're like a fat strat pickup in many ways, but there's a huge difference between like a great P90, which is kind of that open sound versus a really dark sounding one, which is usually the neck pickup. So my suggestion is if you're thinking about getting a, a P90 electric guitar and it's got a neck uh, P90, especially because you can just buy them with one pickup or two or a mix of different pickups, the neck pickup has to have that airy sound and lots of high end. If it's a dark sounding neck pickup, stay away from it. You can't really fix that unless you over EQ your amp and then your bridge pickup's gonna sound pretty pretty nasty. So I made that mistake uh, with one of my guitars. It, the bridge pickup sold me on the guitar and both positions, uh, both pickups were, were okay. But um, yeah, the, the, the neck pickup was just not very good. Uh, at least in terms of what I like anyway. It was usable, but it wasn't awesome. Um, I need advice on changing guitar presets in my 
DAW without uh, changing it with the mouse manually. You know what, it really depends on what you use, but you might be able to get some sort of like MIDI controller. I know that there's a four button one that a lot of YouTube guys use that they can switch various things. It just doesn't have to be with like, um, you know, like uh, a MIDI, typical MIDI controlled unit. So you can switch with it like an AT Mini Pro video switcher can work with other stuff. So see if there's some sort of like MIDI switcher you might be able to use for that. Um, yeah, that's, I think if you, at least if you're recording, you can probably just track one part at a time, but yeah, I, I don't use that kind of technology much. You, or you might be better with like an external rack unit of some description, like a, even one of those like multi-effects pedal processors. They're, they all sound the same. Whether you got a Kemper or a $150, um, was the one I reviewed recently. It was friggin' awesome, man. The Sonic Cake uh, Matru Box. Whether you got that or the Kemper, you're gonna get great tones and you can just switch presets like that. So, you know, that might be a little bit easier for you. I, I sometimes think as functional and as flexible as uh, like preset uh, software can be, it's more fiddly. So yeah. Hey, thank you, Hutch. Far out, man, thank you. Thanks for the super chat, mate. If you have any, uh, any questions or whatever, just let us know there. But uh, yeah, thanks for sticking around for the last 13 or 14 years, mate. <laughs> I appreciate you. One of the, the, the OGs from back in the day. So thank you. Uh, um, have I ever used a Boss Blues Driver as a dirt pedal? Plenty of times, man. The Boss Blues, Blues Drivers are great. I've, uh, <laughs> I think I've got four review videos on my, on my channel of Boss Blues Drivers and probably more when it comes to comparison videos. I don't use them on my board personally, so if you, that's what you're asking, no. Um, but I would have no hesitations using them. I've just got my board sorted out. I, I love my setup, and that's that's what I um, that's what I've been using for for quite some time now. The only really thing that changes on my board occasionally, I'll change the wah pedal out, but it's mostly the delays. I've got three delay pedals I love, and I'm usually switching between those three. But my overdrives have been the same for. You go back every pedal board overview video is the same, it basically minus the delay pedals. And I had to change one of my tuners because the old one started to get a bit sketch. Uh, let's just scroll down. What camera do I use for my live streams? This uh, at the moment is the Sony FX30. So it's uh, it's kind of like can't really show you unfortunately, but it's just got a HDMI cable going out into this box that I can then press a button on and it goes live. It's pretty cool. Um, hey, Quentin James is here, man. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> iGreg says, I gave my blues driver to my cousin in 1992. Now it's all you ever hear about. Yeah, oh man. So there you go. You know, the funniest, the funniest mistakes I've ever heard are from Dr. Rick from the, you know, he comes onto the channel and shoots videos and stuff. He, um, good mate of mine, he gave away a clon for like a tube screamer, like a legit one back in the day. And he's made some of the worst trades I've ever heard, but they're hilarious. So <laughs> yeah, I bet. The Blues Drivers are just great pedals. Like if you can't get a good sound out of those, I used to think they sounded a little thin. And it's funny how your ear not only changes, but how over time you can dial in a better sound than you could years ago like if i had my original rig like the first 
setup I ever played. An Epiphone 335. I think I had a Strat back then. And a Yorkville train or YCV40, that particular model. I get arguably the same or a better tone than I could back then. And it would be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how much... Uh, how much gear you go through and you I've watched I've got recordings of my entire journey on on mini disc back in the day audio quality wise uh, audio wise and also uh, old videotapes and um yeah the tone hasn't changed that much it's just like the attack and the and the the, the ideas have obviously evolved but yeah uh love the p90s and switching options on the yamaha revster oh man yeah they're great i was thinking more along the lines of my gibson les paul um special like the bridge pickup was the best and the neck pickup was not the best at least not for my kind of playing you know if you play jazz you'll get a kick out of it but i just couldn't get a good balance between them both for my style of music and then i kind of just stopped playing it i was like probably just should have bought like a single pickup <laughs> guitar in the end but anyway um <laughs> uh, I'm a simple man deluxe reverb and a compressor and a guitar is what um what's all this effect switching oh there you go how can you go wrong with the deluxe reverb it's great uh Ten May says how do you get yourself motivated to make music content on the days you feel like not doing anything um you know I'm pretty motivated in general when it comes to getting things finished it keeps me kind of like I, you know, having objectives to, to, to finish it, whatever it is, whether you're writing an album or you, you want to book some gigs and you want to book five, you know, if you've got that goal, you kind of push any work towards it. It's, it's rewarding, I guess. Like I, there's a, there's a lot of people that look like they'd rather be doing anything else than making content. And if I feel like that on the day, I don't, I stop, you know, I've said this before on live streams. If I look back at my edits and I think, I'm not interested in this video or I'm not, my mind's elsewhere or then I don't do it. It's the same with the live streams. I don't want to come on and go, oh yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's good. Uh, you know, it's just no good. So for me, it's, I just try to keep my standard up. I want to be not only put out something that stands the test of time, it, whether or not it gets any views at the start or not, it, is, it, it doesn't matter. But if anyone searches for something that I've made, I want it to be a good video. Like I'm looking at it five, 10 years from now, like my back catalog. Um, I'm not looking at it like right in the moment. So if I feel like I'm not gonna film something well or I'm not playing well, I stop. I do it the next day, <laughs> it's, it's that easy. Um, so yeah, it can be hard to keep coming up with stuff, but at the same time, I'm not making like, like clickbaity videos with no payoff. There's enough of that online. Like whether it's just a talking video about it, something or what, I, it's like you, you gotta, I'm making things that I think at least interest me, which is a huge help. And then hopefully interests everyone else at the same time. This is like a balance between that. But yeah, it's an interesting question. I think it is what I do now as well. Like, you know, I used to be in IT. That was what I did back then. And uh, now I do this and I'd rather be doing this, which is a, a great motivator within itself. Greetings from Canada, Shane. I hope you're doing well, mate. I, I really dig the new studio. Hey, thanks, Mr. D. I appreciate that, mate. Hope you're doing well over there as well. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm lo loving this space. So I'm going to 
there's a few, like I said, it's it's functional right now and everything's in its place, but I need to get a few more things off the off the floor. I want to get all the tripods kind of like wall mounted so they're not taking up space on the ground. And that'll just be something I, I actually need to get someone in for that because um, one, my arm sucks at the moment still. <laughs> and two, I'd rather get it done right. I don't want to be drilling holes and going, oh no, I missed the beam or whatever. So I'll get it done right and it should all hopefully be... It's funny how it worked out. This room sideways is the perfect sort of like length or width or whatever um, for all of the current lenses I had, which you can't change the, the focal um, length on. So yeah, everything just sort of slotted together nicely. It was super cool. Uh, Chili South Guitar says, have you ever tried a Tokai LS196? Uh, let's have a look at that one, mate. Um, 196 uh, no so I haven't played one of the gold top ones one of my friends had a gold top with P90s and it was exactly the same look and quality as my at the time Gibson 56 reissue VOS custom shop which I picked up for an absolute steal the guy that bought it died and the family, like, he must have had, like, 30 or 40 guitars. I ended up with a few of his, actually, from a music shop that they sort of, like, sold them to. And uh, it was a great guitar. But, um, no, I haven't played. If you're talking about the one with the humbuckers, I haven't played that one particular one. But it looks like there's a few used ones online. If it's made in Japan, it's going to be great. Like, my, my Tokai's outlived all of my Gibsons. I keep saying that because it's true. I've had it for a, a very long time now. Um... I just said you got a Tokai LS136. Oh, congratulations, mate. You know, when it comes to these ones, I always have to look it up because I can never remember. Oh, wow. Yeah, very nice, man. Very nice. So, yeah, you guys can check that out. It's a Tokai LS136. Very cool, man. Awesome. The only thing I had to do with mine, I added a high-pass filter. to. So when I turn down, I get all my top end still there. It's killer. Uh, and I had to replace the switch after about... 10 years. Wear and tear. <laughs> um, uh, Stimson JCat says, just picked up a Wasacraft Blues Driver. I uh, haven't received it though. I hope you like it. Great pedal. Uh, the Wasacraft one, I think, has the, it's got the two voicings, right? Uh, from memory, it's like there's a toggle switch in there. I think. Is it that one? Yeah, I've reviewed it a long time ago, but yeah, great pedals. I think, you know, you, you're getting slightly. You know, you're getting the more premium experience there with the... I think it's got a lower noise floor and it's made in Japan. They're the two kind of things that um, that you'll notice when you do a comparison between them. All right. Uh, Metalhead Hippie says, hit the thumbs up, folks. Hey, thanks, guys. I don't know how many thumbs up we got, but we've got uh, 118 people here and 40 thumbs up. Come on. Let's get it to... Let's go backwards. Let's get it to 20. No, no, I'm only kidding. Let's get it to, uh, we'll get it to 65. That'd be cool. Um, what, Tanner from South Carolina? <laughs> Man, that's, uh, I've been to that, uh, one of, South Carolina. I think I went to that airport there, like, a few times. What's the big airport in South Carolina? I always forget. South Carolina? Yeah, anyway, I'm terrible when it comes to airports. Uh, 
Greg says, hi Shane, love channel. I've saved so much money from your reviews. It's uh, saved my marriage. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome, mate. Well done. So uh, yeah, again, there's plenty of good stuff you can buy that's, you know, you don't have to spend a fortune on. Like most of the amps that I take out and play live, or all of them, re realistically, with the exception of this Marshall, which I didn't buy, like you, you can just use any of this stuff. You know, all you need is a good clean channel, a good overdrive or a good dirty amp, whatever your preference is, and you can get great tones. It's awesome. Uh, Va uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce your name. Is it Val? Valley? It says, just watched your old Blues Driver versus Tube Screamer video. Still very relevant and helpful today. Hey, thanks for that, mate. I, I appreciate it. I should do a new one of those coming up with all the, you know, the better mics and the something where there's a light on in the room. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. Like I... Back then, there weren't a lot of comparisons like that online, if any. Like, I remember doing the first pedal reviews of stuff that wasn't anywhere else. <laughs> it was just no one was doing it. I bought a Behringer pedal and there wasn't a single video anywhere on YouTube. That's kind of how that all started. And a sparkle drive from uh, Vo uh, Voodoo Lab, I think it's called. Yeah, I think I took that video down. It was pretty cringe, but anyway. Eston says, hey Shane, uh, big hello from San Francisco Bay Area. Your new studio looks great. Hey, thanks for that, mate. I've been to San Fran many times over the years. It's a good, fun place. I love the uh, the, the blues scene there. It's, well, the music scene in general, it's, it's great. Thanks for the support. Um, uh, trying to build a Supro shipping on parts suck. Trying to build a Supro. Okay, very cool. I didn't know you could, um, is that like a Seriatone sort of clone thing? I know they do all those uh, parts. Uh, Dro Drove says, hey Shane, big fan of yours from India. Love your content, really helped me decide which guitar to buy and I bought a player strat. There you go, awesome stuff. Thanks to your review video. Those things are so good. You know, anytime, I, I've said this before, anytime I usually travel, if I'm really desperate for a guitar and I don't want to buy something that's not good enough to play straight off the shelf or, you know, have to compromise with bad pickups or setup or any, any of that kind of stuff. The player series or any of those made in Mexico guitars, even from 10 years ago, are so good. That or the classic vibes. You can't really go too far wrong with either. So, yeah, that's great. You know, I was talking to, I was talking to Rick about that before he, he might have gone away. He said, um, said something like, I really wish... Biggest mistake I probably made was selling that last made Mexico white strat I had with the rose rosewood um, fretboard. That thing was so good, but I went off playing strats for so long. Like I didn't have one for maybe three years, maybe longer. And that's when I found my, you know, the current white one that I've got the American original one. And I mean, that's been great. It's heavy, <laughs> but it's great. Oh, by the way, so what I might do tonight, um, depending on how rewatch of this goes if people are still watching it i'll launch it tomorrow but the I, I bought an amp for the studio if you missed my studio reveal video which most people probably did um i kind of gave it away what it is but it's coming up it's coming up either tonight or tomorrow so stay tuned for that it uh it's a great little amplifier it's not sponsored or anything i, I bought it myself and it's killer so stay tuned for that and i've also got the kiesel guitar video coming up as well Man, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. So there's some some cool, fun stuff coming up. 
Uh, Mike says he bought a 61 reissue SG with a Vibrola. You know, they're fun. They're really great. I got to play one of them at Sky Music a little while back when we did the Keys to the Guitar Shop series with uh, Dr. Rick. I thought, oh, it might have been with, no, it was with Dr. Rick. It was great. Because I think he was playing a Custom Shop one, or I was playing a Custom Shop one. He was playing that one. So great, great guitars. Very cool. Um, uh, Kristen says, any gigs coming up? Shame, I'd love to watch a set sometimes. Cheers from Seaford. Um, right now, no. You know, I was supposed to do this host spot last Sunday at, um, at Blues Jam, and just the combination of, well, my arm and getting the stitches out of my leg and a few other things, I was like, there's no chance. So at the moment, no, I, I haven't really been playing live much because I'm left-handed and I can't, I can't easily move my stuff around without injuring my tendon in my forearm. So I'm kind of working through that and I'd rather feel good my leg's much better. Like it's this, it's all healed and there's a big black line up my leg now, but um, at least it's it's getting there. Um, but this arm thing's taking its time. I can play guitar fine. I just, the grip strength thing hasn't come back. So I don't want to suck when I play live. I'd rather be comfortable and confident. And I tried playing live while I was still really sore and it wasn't fun. <laughs> so uh, yeah, not at the moment, unfortunately, but hopefully in the next sort of four weeks I'll start getting back out there. Um, all right, I'll just scroll down a little bit here. Do I still have the PV Bandit? Haven't seen it in the new studio. No, I haven't had it for years. I think I bought the Red Stripe one. I had it for a while. I sold it. I bought another one because <laughs> I'm an idiot. I think I did that two or three times. Um, and in the end, I, did, I ended up moving it because I just didn't have the, like, I think it was when I was at my, not the place I was just at, but the one before that is when I sold it. So it's been a while, it must be five years. I don't remember having it at my last house, which I was there for five years on the month, basically. So no, but there's nothing wrong with PV band. It's the last one I had, I ended up selling to a mate of mine and he he's loving it still. So yeah, they're great. I would I would really like to have another one of those at some point. Um, but they're getting harder to find. And, you know, I always have to ask my, myself the question, would I use it over any of my other amps out of the house? I don't know if I would anymore. Like, just because they're still quite heavy. They're big, they're loud, they're great amps, but, you know, I've already got that in a few others. So I'm being a little more selective with, <laughs> with what I've, with what I've, uh, with what I choose to kind of keep now. So, um, but yeah, don't take it like, I don't like the amps. I've had at least three of them and I'll probably get another one. <laughs> um, Cowhide Music says, do you still have a separate, oh, do you have a separate studio for your camera review channel in the new place? Not yet. I do. I'll have a space for it, but it's not set up. There's too many boxes. Um, so right now I'm just shooting this way in this room, which isn't ideal. I mean, it doesn't look great compared to the old one, but um, I'm going to set up a, a space that will have like a, like a good podcasting kind of area and a good desk and, and set up. It'll look different to the last tech studio that I had, but um, it'll be bigger. So yeah, eventually hang in there. <laughs> I'm going to just probably shoot more videos out of the house with that for a little while. Just, you know, that that's the, the good balance between this and my camera channel. Camera channel gets me out of the house. The other one gets me playing guitar. So it's win-win. 
All right. Uh, what do I think of the no 90s Roland Jazz Chorus Combo Amp 77 made in Japan? What are your thoughts on this amp for a blues amp? You know, I got, a, got to play the, um, the Roland Jazz Chorus Amps in San Fran when I was there. It was a, I think it was the 40 water. So it was a two by 10 amp, a two, two by 10 inch speaker amplifier. That was great. Like Chuck, I think I had the Delta Lab T01 or whatever overdrive I had at that particular time. Actually, I think I had the Royal Flush with me that year and it was awesome. Like it's just a great clean channel. Like if you're looking for a good solid state amp, that's the way to go. You know, you can't really sing the praises of the drive channels on those amps, but they're pretty cool. Just when it comes to the jazz, JC120, they're just too big and heavy. I, I would never buy one of those my, myself personally. For a solid state amp to weigh like, I was 100 pounds or 50 kilos. <laughs> it's like, no, no thanks. They're like those EVH amps you see, you know, there's two by 12 amps that no one can lift. It just sits in the music store at the back of the shop and everyone, everyone uses it to, to play test guitars, but no one actually can walk out with it. It's brutal. Um, what brand of pedals do you currently have on your pedal board? That's from Explorer 84. So mostly Greece, Greek stuff on the most part. I've got, well, starting from right to left, I've got my Boss TU3 tuner. So it's a Boss pedal. Then it goes into my Boost pedal. Actually, where's my pedal board? Let me grab it. I'll bring it over. All right, let's have a look. It's been ages. I think I did kind of change some stuff around on this recently, but no, pretty much the same. <laughs> so here it is. So uh, let's try this, see if this focuses. So tuner, I got the Vibler from VS Audio, which is like a modulation pedal, Leslie kind of thing. Then I've got this Crazy Tube Circuits boost pedal, which is awesome, man. Um, I've just put this on. I tested this for a video recently and I really enjoyed it. It's called the Superconductor. So that's made in Greece. That's made in Greece. Royal Flush Dual Overdrive pedal, made in Greece. <laughs> The Carrera from uh, Buffalo Effects, which I don't know if they make these anymore. This is like the best Tube Screamer style sound pedal ever, except it's got a two band EQ and it's arguably better. Um, and then you've got this, which is the, I think it's Chicalis Audio Works um, Tillet Delay pedal. It's analog and tape delay. So <laughs> yeah, mostly a European pedal board minus the tuner. My wah pedal is still, at the moment, the GCB95F. Um, that's kind of getting on its last legs, which means it's not going to last too much longer, I don't think. But um, yeah, it's still going strong. And I, I, you know, I've, I do have a more expensive wah pedal, but the simplicity of that one and the fact that I can chuck it in a gig bag and I don't have to really worry about it getting damaged or squashed or whatever, it's, it's great. So that, that's basically the same board you've seen for years. <laughs> All right. Hey Shane, what does your guitar practice routine look like? Usually, I tell you what, if you record as often as I do, <laughs> where I'm filming a video most days or every other day or two a day or whatever, that's such great practice. It doesn't necessarily improve you in terms of like learning new things, but what it does, it, it really hones in your skills if you've ever recorded yourself 
you know, you hear stuff you like, and I still hear it in my playing. I'm like, man, I wish I had have done that better or that I wish this was a bit easier or I have to do something a couple of times to get, get it right. But, you know, recording for me is like the ultimate practice because it's, it's, you know, there's no way to hide. You've got to get it right or get it close to right where if you can live with it, then it's good enough. So, um, yeah, I have been practicing in terms of like sitting down and trying to work stuff out. Like I've been binge watching and listening. There's this new YouTube channel called Dave's Place. It's some bar somewhere in the US. I have no idea where it is. There's no info on the YouTube channel, which is kind of a disappointment, but I've been sharing the Papa Chubby live clips from that session. And I've been like soaking it in so much, just listening to it. I realized how much I'd stolen from that guy. And I can't, I'm nowhere near as good as him, by the way. I'm just saying, I sort of subconsciously stole so much from his playing. I didn't realize. <laughs> and then as he does this like 10 minute jam of Hey Joe, it's unbelievable. Like, you know how people always used to say, oh, Stevie Ray never runs out of licks or, you know, there's these players. Papa Chubby's phenomenal. He's like arguably... Bag of Tricks is crazy. That's all I'm going to say. Go go check it out. Uh, it's from Dave's Place is the name of the YouTube channel. I'm sitting there listening to it. And the more I've been playing again lately, the more I've started to work out stuff. So I was like, I think I can pick that. He does this change through the minor, through the major uh, chord changes. It's like, I think I know what that is. I've never played it. So I sat down and I kind of worked it out. I was like, all right, <laughs> I've got the gist of it. Now i got to sort of hone it in. And that will be a separate sort of session. But... Um, you know, a lot of my practice comes from like recording a backing track, putting it all together, playing the lead parts and trying to get something that sounds like it goes somewhere in a minute and a half. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll also just sit down and jam to backing tracks. I actually really enjoy that. Or I'll put on something that I enjoy. Like, you know, like I said, these videos I was just talking about and just play and see if I can sort of capture something that motivates me or captures the feel. Yeah, my practice routine these days isn't what it was when I was trying to learn a lot of licks. Like when I was just going through the blues stuff, I'd sit down and I'd just like try and absorb as much stuff as I could. Play some stuff for note for note off albums, but that wasn't really, I never really wanted to sound like Stevie Ray or Eric. Eric, I, I did. I was like, this guy's great, but I don't just want to sound like that. Like, let's learn some Albert King stuff or get the, the concept of it. So there was always like picking bits of your favorite players and it's healthy to do that. I reckon just, just try to pick stuff from everybody. And occasionally I'll hear a lick that looks kind of simple and I'm like, it sounds different enough that I don't know what's going on. And if I can get those ones under the fingers, those are the ones that make impress me the most personally. Cause I'm like, oh, I didn't know about this like not long ago. So that just takes listening to different styles of players and all that kind of stuff. Dave Al says, I feel like the DSL 40 CRs pretty much covers everything the bandit can do, but slightly better even. See, exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to say before. Thank you. You said it way more concisely. Uh, still keep my bandit too, though, just because. Well, there you go. You can run it as an 8B clean, dirty channel uh, amplifier setup. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. The, the Marshall, you know, the Marshall's just as good or better. And you've got all those. It's essentially the same type of thing. It is slightly heavier, but it's not... The, it's not that much different. So I was like, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Um, uh, Cassandra007 says, Hey Shane, can you share the biggest step you had to make moving from a novice player to being a professional performer? Hey, hey thanks for that. 
Um, really like your new studio. All the best from Texas. Texas. All right. That's my bad Texan accent. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere near the same level of guitar player as like true professionals. Let's just put that out there. But I think anyone who's made money from going out and playing live, and which is what I did for many years, it puts you into that professional category, even if you're not, you know, uh, uh, Joe Bonamassa or, you, you know, any of the guys that are touring everywhere. So uh, uh, let's just <laughs> put that into perspective. But um, the first step you got to make is if you've got the desire to get out there and play live, you've got to take that step and, and do it. And the best way, as I've said for years, go to the blues jams, go play live, go to the open mic nights, learn either a handful of songs you really want to play that are easy four chords that's it play some four chord songs that everyone can then just jump in and play together on there's plenty of them out there there's just so many three and four chord songs that play the same chords all the, all the way around that everyone loves so you can find those or you can learn the blues progressions and you know but you got to get out there so the blues jams was arguably the biggest influence on me wanting to get playing more and I, I, I'm very impatient with stuff. So after I felt like I could keep a few, like maybe five or six songs I could do live, I booked a gig, not knowing what on earth I was going to be playing for, for some of the rest of that set, but it worked. Some of it was instrumental, some was winged. You know, it is what it is. So you just got to make a, an effort to get out there and, and hit the jam nights. And, you know, if you play with players who are more experienced, you get better much faster than you would just sitting at home playing like playing live is the best practice you can have because you're in a situation where you might not know exactly what's going to happen what's going to happen next or who's playing what part you've got to not only just not just copy someone else's part but play something that complements it a lot of people make the mistake of there's three guitars everyone's chunking away doing the same thing it's like no 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 pick it pick something that fits in <laughs> you know so look look at what someone else is playing before you play your part and then just make it work like that. Oh, sorry. It sounded like something fell over in the garage. Anyway, what's your go-to amp that you'll grab and go out of the house? So for me, it's the Artist Tweed Tone 20 and the Fender Blues Deluxe. Those are still great. You know, if I need a smaller amplifier that's still plenty loud, I'll grab the Tweed Tone works with pedals I can use the drive channel without pedals or I can easily just grab my pedal board and the blues deluxe so blues deluxe with that swamp thing speaker the eminent speaker has been such a great amp you know I I love it <laughs> all right how long have we been going for here guys let me have a look is there any time on this I don't know anyway let's uh we'll go for a little bit longer Let's <laughs> metalhead if he says he's on his last leg as well. Sorry, I got to that so late, mate. That's uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mate. At least you can have love better. That that's that's great. That's awesome. Hey, Guitar Man Forty Fives here. Welcome, mate. Thanks for being a channel uh, member. I appreciate it. Awesome, awesome. All right, let's. Uh, I'll scroll down here and see what I've missed. Hey, Ron Patterson's here as well. Welcome, mate. Hope you're doing well. This has finally uh, made it to your live. Yeah, this was completely 
in the moment, I just thought, yeah, let's just go live. Let's test this out. I set it up uh, last night. I did a quick test, just unlisted video, and it looked and sounded hopefully okay. So if I need to up the bit rate, which means if I need to push more data to YouTube to make it look better, I'll do that at some point. I hope you get a 51, <laughs> 150. Man, those are, those are super cool. Um, Tanner says, I used the PV Bandit from the 80s as my backup for my 68 custom deluxe reverb. Very cool. I uh, used the Bandit all the time until I got the 68. Those um, 80s Bandits are so good. Those, they're basically like black Tolex with silver. So, some of them have those blue kind of controls on the front. Not maybe blue controls, but there's blue on the controls. Those things are loud as. Just absolutely crazy. They're, they're a lot of fun. Do I think that rack preamps will make a comeback? Yeah, I don't know. I think probably not. I think they're only really... Like when I think of rack preamps now, I think of studio owners who produce vocals for people. I, I don't really... I don't know if people are going to be but like wheeling a rack into a gig unless you've got someone doing that for you. I, you know, some players that were around in the eighties probably still use all that stuff, but you know, everything's gotten so much easier. Like even, you know, great household name guitarists are plugging into Kempers or whatever the case is now, because it works. They've got good sound people. It's like a little lunchbox size thing and they get a great sound. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too sure. I don't, I sort of feel like, um, probably not <laughs> unless there's a new take on it that really does something, uh, uh, very impressive, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's almost more complicated doing that kind of stuff. Uh, afternoon from PNG. I don't know what that is. Where is that? Uh, Hutch says the new primary autofocus camera works well. Hey, thanks, mate. Yeah, it definitely makes things a bit easier being able to like actually show things to the camera and hopefully have it like switch at some point. So yeah, I, I've avoided autofocus cameras. No matter like, you know, I've got some really expensive cameras that I bought a couple of years ago uh, and I've used them in situations where I thought it was going to work and it ended up finding the mask or the posters instead of, person in the shot there's times where i've turned around it's probably done it on this stream where i've turned and it might have gone to the background i can't live with that when i'm actually recording a video so i usually just lock it off onto manual focus i can do that on this too like if i do that it's not going to shift focus as long as i sit here i'm going to be good it all gets a bit nerdy uh metalhead hippie says in the blues if you're going to if you were going to go metal with the equipment you have would you use uh, sorry, sorry. Let me read this again. If you're going to go metal with the equipment you have, would you... Used to get some of the Ola Eng England chug. Uh, what do you have that will chug? The only thing remotely close to that would be my Marshall DSL's Ultra Gain channel. And some would argue that that might not chug. <laughs> I'm not too sure, really. Like, I don't think any of my... I think any of my amps really get into that territory other than the Marshall. The Marshall is probably the closest thing, but it doesn't have that, like, at least to my ear, it doesn't have that doom kind of sound, you know, that big drop D kind of evil kind of sound. It's just, I almost, I, I like to call it 
like the Carlos Santana channel because you turn it on and it just you lose all the the, the low end and the some of the tops and it's just this massive mid frequency of sustain. So yeah, that's a good question, mate. I, I'm I'm not too sure. Hey Lincoln, welcome, mate. He says I love the new studio. Thanks for joining in, mate. I appreciate it. Cow High Music says I tried to make a banjo chug. <laughs> it did not go well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Papua New Guinea is PNG. Okay, thank you. Thanks. I'm a little bit thick sometimes when it comes to uh, abbreviations. All right, guys. Well, I tell you what, if there's any last questions, let us know. Hopefully the live stream has been uh, working fine throughout the entirety of it. And this is a good internet test as well because it's, you know, yeah, man, I hate moving. I don't want to move again for a while. Uh, it's, it's, it's anyone who's moved knows it's like one of the most irritating things you can do. The pack up sucks way more than the the unpacking but just the whole process it's like oh where's this oh yeah where's that i'm still looking for my printer i can't find it and there's not that many boxes left so i ended up putting it somewhere that i i have no recollection of usually on the top of the boxes i wrote what was in there or you know the studio this or that or whatever printers disappeared <laughs> it's crazy um Who's the guy that ran a YouTube channel called Will It Chug? He specifically picked amps you wouldn't think would chug and then tried to tweak them. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not too sure. I'm sure someone will, will know that, though. Oh, there you go. Ola. Yeah, you're right. Metalhead's already got onto that. That's great. Yeah, that's right. Now I'm... I don't, I don't think I'm subscribed to that dude's channel, but I know of him. It's sort of, you know, the chug thing's not really my, uh, not really my bag. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Cowhide says, I've been here since 2012, cannot fathom moving. Yeah, I hope, I, I hope I'm here for, for a good stint of time now. You know, like, it's just refreshing being somewhere different. It's kind of nice being able to get out and still walk. And, you know, there's a bit of traffic here today doing stuff, but um, I can get out. There's a lot of nature stuff around here too, but it's, it's pretty nice. And I just, yeah, I don't want to move again, man. Moving sucks. I want to also, like... Once, once everything feels like it's in place, I'm, I'm getting rid of stuff. That's why I don't have my other studio set up. I used to have a secondary room. Um, I just need to start getting rid of things, things that won't fit anymore or I don't need anymore, all that kind of stuff. Uh, did you see the Flying V from Artist in the Works? I, I did not see that. I saw um, a Flying V on Instagram the other day, but I don't think it was from them. So very cool. Um, well, anyway, if I can get my hands on one of those at some point, if they make a lefty, I'll do it for sure. Big quality has looked and sounded good, Shane. Hey, thanks, Murray. I appreciate that. I'm running my old uh, Rodecaster Pro. So I've got a little desk here. Sort of helps isolate my voice and little mic up over the camera here. Um, I can also trigger stuff with this, but I'm not going to do any of that right now. I can't, I can't without headphones because I don't know what I'm hitting. But yeah, anyway, thanks. I appreciate it. This still basically the same setup I had before, but it, it's going to make doing this a lot easier. I don't have to like always start pulling things apart like I did at the at the old place. All right, guys. Well, I'll tell you what, if you can leave a thumbs up, that would be fantastic. And if I missed your questions, I, I apologize. Sometimes the way the chat works kind of, doesn't show me all the chats. It shows me the top chats, which is weird. 
I don't know. I always see way more questions when I'm doing the timestamp. So I'll go back timestamp this. Either tonight or tomorrow night, I'll release my next video. I want to sh sort of introduce an amp to the channel, <laughs> one that I ended up buying. So uh, yeah, it, it's super cool. It was an unexpected purchase, but uh, it had to happen. It was just too good to pass up. So anyway, guys, take care. Thank you for all the support. And uh, yeah, more stuff coming up. Thanks again. Catch up. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for the super chat too, Hutch. I appreciate it, mate. And thanks for everyone for being subscribed. Everyone who's commenting is subscribed already. So that's super cool. And I'll catch you on the next one. All right, I'm going to hit stop now and we'll see what happens. All right. Oh, hang on.